Hello and welcome to the 111th episode of the Brawl Time Podcast. I'm your host, Jackson, and today I'm going to be going over the best tip for every single brawler. Um, Also, before I get into it, uh, I should probably mention that this is pre-recorded. At the time of this coming out, I am on vacation and they do not have Wi-Fi there, so there's really nowhere where I can record my podcast. So I did pre-record all these at my house, and uh, we are going to be able to go into town for a few minutes every day so I can actually get the Wi-Fi to publish these. Um, So yeah, I do apologize if like some big update comes out and I can't cover it, or you leave a five-star view and I have to wait a few days to read it off on the show. Um, Yeah, I just thought I should let you guys know in case you have any questions. So um, yeah, let's get right into the episode. Alright, so I'll just be going in the order of Trophy Road, uh, Rare, Super Rare, up to uh, Chromatic. So starting off with Shelly. So the best tip for Shelly, I would say, is when in close quarters combat, uh, attack with the super button instead of the normal attack button. Because for those of you guys that didn't know, you can actually uh, use your super button to attack um, instead of the normal joystick that you usually attack with uh you can only auto aim with it but with shelly that usually doesn't matter and it allows you to super stack people very easily and helps out a ton winning uh, 1v1s versus tanks so yeah this is definitely a very crucial tip for shelly so next up uh nita is kind of learn and master how to wall peek so if you didn't know uh with nita you can kind of attack around walls to an extent as long as over half of your attack is um, like going past a wall, the whole entire attack will. So you can kind of peek around walls and hit the enemies when they can't hit you. And this is definitely very useful, especially um, on maps that have more walls. Uh, it just allows you to get a lot of extra damage in and uh, like avoid taking damage. So this is definitely very useful for Anita. So moving on to Colt. Uh, Colt, you just want to use his super um, to open up the walls on the map. So this is definitely a very good strategy because it allows Colt to be played on a lot more maps than he usually is able to. Uh, yeah, just blowing up the walls makes the map very open, and Colt loves an open map. Uh, once the map gets open from all your supers, you're going to be able to completely shred the enemy team and yeah, just keep on killing them and usually get a very easy win. So, uh, next up is Bull. So, Bull, um, save your gadget until you are uh, very low on health. Um, so, this uh, is mainly tip for if you have the Tough Guy star power and Bull's gadget because um, Tough Guy does sponge damage. So, uh, you don't want to be using the gadget right when the Tough Guy shield uh, triggers. You want to Wait until you're a little bit lower so you can potentially still have the shield because then it'll just take uh, overall less damage. Uh, yeah, and this is just a very useful tip. Once you get good at it, uh, you'll definitely see some serious results in how much damage you're taking. So next up is Jesse. So Jesse, I find people usually just chuck down their turret in front of her and usually it gets like one or two hits, but it just dies very quickly. It almost never gets a ton of value, but a good Jesse can use the turret to pinch enemies and force them into the turret or you, which then allows you to get a very easy kill because 
Uh, neither option is very good. And yeah, just chucking it behind them or on the other side of a wall can really uh, allow you to get quite a few kills that you usually wouldn't be able to with Jesse. So next up is Brock. So um, Brock, this might seem a little bit surprising, but I would actually recommend going up against throwers, even though it might not seem like an ideal matchup because they can just sit behind the wall and continue to attack you when you can't. Uh, you have multiple ways to very easily deal with them. Uh, one, you can use your gadget to jump over the wall right on top of them. Uh, be careful if it's a tick because if he does have super, uh, you can be in some like a pretty bad spot. Also, barley gadget sometimes can deal with it, but usually not. Um, yeah, just um, you can use that gadget to get rid of throwers. And then also, the best way to deal with them is obviously with their super. You can blow up all their cover and also hit them in the same attack. So, yeah, with Brock, uh, don't be afraid of going up against throwers. So, next up is Dynamite. So, Dynamite, uh, I think the best tip um, is learn how to, um, like, where the spot to attack is when somebody is, like, right on top of you or approaching you. Um... So this is very crucial because quite often you'll find yourself when playing Dynamite, uh, like a bull or someone is able to kind of maneuver their way from a bush or something and they end up uh, very close to you. And in a few seconds, they'll be able to get right on top of you and kill you. And a lot of Dynamikes uh, really do not know how to deal with the uh, um, tank in that situation and usually results in them dying. But a good Dynamite knows the perfect spot to throw down there. Dynamite to force the tank to either back off, or if they continue to approach you, they usually end up dying. So this is definitely very handy when playing Dynamite. Um, so Bo, I believe I mentioned this a few episodes ago, but um, when you're using Bo and you attack, you can walk to the left and make all of your attacks go in a straighter line and all uh, land in the same area. Uh, and then you can move to the right to have them spread out over a wider range. So, um, yeah, the more you play with Bo, the more you'll learn when to use each of his, like, two types of attacks. And just keep this in mind, because you're going to use it literally every single game you play Bo quite a lot. So, next up is Tick. So, for Tick, I said, uh, save your super until you're actually in danger and someone is coming on you. Because uh, if someone's able to get close up, uh, Tick is not able to deal with them at all. His attacks uh, are just way too hard to hit at close range, and there's really nothing you can do uh, unless you have his super, um, which is why I recommend holding on to it, because you can use the super, knock back the enemy, uh, potentially use your gadget to actually make enough space to get out of there, and they'll also be low, so you're able to usually secure the kill. Um... And usually, like, if you're playing Tick Super, it just ends up dying, maybe you waste one or two ammo, but this will actually give you good value out of the Tick Super and uh, make it, like, actually deal damage a lot more often. So next up is 8-Bit. So for 8-Bit, I said to use his Super as a shield. So quite often, um, people just kind of chuck down the 8-Bit Super. I mean, that is fine in some modes and some maps. But quite often what you want to be doing is saving your 8-bit super until uh, somebody is um, getting you very low and you know you're going to die. Then you chug it down in front of you and it's like 4,000 health uh, completely for free and it usually can buy you enough time to either heal up or kill the enemy. 
So uh, next up is M's. So for M's, uh, quite often what you want to be doing is actually back up while attacking the enemy instead of approaching them because a smart player will uh, go straight after you um, because obviously they can deal uh, more damage to you up close and you really struggle there, especially with the gadget nerf. Um, so to avoid that, unless you know you're going to be able to get the kill, you can actually just uh, back up to counter that strategy of approaching you. This has definitely saved me quite a few times and is very handy. So moving on to the rares, first up is Rosa. So for Rosa, try and use your gadget that places down the bushes to uh, connect other bushes on the map. So um, this just allows you to have a lot more areas where you can move around without actually being seen in the open and vulnerable to attacks. Yeah, and this just is very powerful, especially if you're able to connect one of your bushes to one of the ones on your opponent's side. It makes it very hard to deal with you, and you can be very sneaky and stealthy. So next up is El Primo. So this one is Brawl Ball specific. Uh, when using El Primo, you can kick the ball forward and then use your super to jump right onto the ball. And that will result in a very easy goal. One, because uh, you'll obviously knock back all the enemies that are nearby you because uh, when he lands a super, there is a stun and knockback. Um, also, his super can break walls, so if there's walls in front of the goal, you can deal with that. And it also just lets you um, get closer to the goal faster than just running. So this is definitely very useful, and the majority of my El Primo goals are scored this way. So next up is Poco. So one mistake that I see a lot of Poco players make is playing very aggressively. Poco just does not have the damage to do that. And you're a lot better off just playing passive, uh, using that star power to your full advantage where you can heal up your teammates. Uh, just keep them alive and just don't allow anyone to approach you. And you should be um, completely set. There's no reason to go aggro. That's what your teammates are for. So yeah, just play passive with Poco, and things should work out, especially if you have his first star power. So next up is Barley. So for Barley, uh, you can use his super, um, just chuck it into the middle of the map when you feel like your team is really getting pressured back and in a very bad spot. This will cause everyone on the enemy team to flee, or else they're going to get completely wrecked by the super. And this is just very good for kind of resetting uh, the game and allowing you guys to actually get positioning over the enemies. So yeah, definitely be sure to use Barley Super um, to regain positioning instead of just to try and get a kill. So next up is Rico. So for Rico, um, I feel like the best tip is to just use that super um, very aggressively. What I mean is just try and use it any time that you feel like you can get some value out of it, because I know a lot of supers you kind of want to save until the optimal moment. Both Rico, you want to just continuously use it because it's very easy to get a super back because he can just bounce shots off of walls, and usually a super can charge a good amount of it back already. So yeah, just try and use your super uh, as often as you can, because overall it will just allow you to deal more damage and get more supers throughout the course of the game. So next up is Carl. So Carl's is fairly simple, but you'll definitely notice a difference, and this thing doesn't really require any skill or judgment or anything, just that when you're about to super, 
uh, attack first um, because there's no reason not to, and quite often it can help you secure a kill. Um, yeah, there, I mean, like, just do this because there's literally nothing is going to hurt you for uh, not attacking first because you have plenty of time to reload your shot. These obviously are going to be supering. And yeah, sometimes it can mean the difference between getting a kill or not. You don't even need to actually aim it. Uh, you can sometimes just quickly auto-aim it because you might as well. So, yeah, uh, this is definitely a very useful tip for Carl. So next up is Daryl. So this is similar to El Primo uh, in Brawl Ball. You can kick the ball forward and then use your super to roll back on top of the ball and usually get a very easy goal. Uh, so, yeah, just kind of like El Primo, uh, you can knock anyone out of the way. Um, it's, you know, trying to interfere with this, uh, or sometimes you can just roll on them and get a kill and then score, and it just allows you to blow past the enemy teams, and with Daryl's health, usually it's going to be very easy to just walk it in. It is slightly worse than El Primo Super, obviously, because you can't break the walls, and you have to be a little bit more precise, but when done correctly, you can really catch the enemy team off guard. So next up is Penny. Uh, so for Penny... Uh, in Siege and Heist, you can use her uh, last blast star power to do very high amounts of damage to the Heist safe or the Ike in Siege. And yeah, this is just a very useful thing to do. Like maybe in Siege, uh, the I don't know, the Ike's at like 20 or so percent. You can just rush in, chuck down that super. The Ike will focus that, kill it, and then all of the four balls will go and deal damage to the Ike, which is like... 6,000 total damage, which definitely is a lot. And also, you can continue to pile on with their basic attacks as well. So, uh, yeah, you're able to do a very high amount of damage um, with in Heist and Siege with Penny's Last Bass star power. So, next up is Jackie. So, for Jackie, um, on some maps, you can uh, use uh, her super, not super, her gadget at the beginning of the game to rush up and get into position before anyone else, and you can kind of just force the enemies back, and usually you're able to kind of trap them and force them into you, where you can get a very easy kill with your high damage and high health. So uh, that's all for the super rares. So moving on to the epics. First up is Pam. So for Pam, I actually recommend playing a lot more aggressive than you might think for a healer. Uh, so this is just because. Uh, Pam basically wins every single 1v1 interaction. I don't think that anybody is actually favored versus Pam. I mean, maybe like a level 4 Surge. Maybe there's some other brawler that I'm forgetting. But Pam basically is favored in 1v1s versus every single brawler in the game. So you can actually play very aggressively with Pam. Because if you're good with her, usually you're going to be able to win lane. And even if you get into a bad spot, you always have that super plus gadget combination to quickly burst heal up to like 2,000 health, which is very critical. And uh, yeah, you can just play very aggressive with Pam and do very well. So next up is Piper. So Piper, kind of similar to Colt's tip, you can use her, her super to open up walls or grass. So um, yeah, this is just very valuable. Um because obviously opening up walls, Piper is a very long-range brawler. And the more open the map is, the better that she can do. Uh, and also, uh, breaking some of the enemy grass can really come in clutch. Because it makes it a lot harder for them to sneak up on you. And you're able to see them when they're trying to approach you. Which means that you can easily kill them. 
So yeah, definitely use Piper Super for more than just running away. So next up is B. So for B, uh, tip's pretty simple. Just try and get into the same lane as a tank. Uh, just because B is so dominant versus tanks. Like, there's really nothing that she can do, or that they that they can do against her. They can't approach her or else they get super and can't hide behind a wall because she has, like, very long range. And also her super can catch them. And yeah, it's just basically impossible for a tank to kill a bee. Like, she can 3v1, 3 tanks very easily. And uh, yeah, just try and go up against tanks anytime you can. So next up is Nani. So uh, for Nani, uh, when in a close quarters fight versus I don't, like basically anybody up close, uh, if you need to get that extra damage in to secure the kill before you die... You can use your super and just auto-aim it, and if they're up close, it will run straight into them. And this will, one, allow you to get an extra two or 3,000 damage to them. And also, it will like temporarily knock them back, which prevents them from attacking, uh, which then allows you to basically get an extra shot in uh, without any risk. So yeah, this allows you to win so many 1v1s, and I see Nani's constantly not doing this because they're afraid that... They'll have to actually control the peep in order to deal the damage, and then they'll just end up dying. Uh, so next up is BB. So BB, um, kind of like Penny, her super is very strong at dealing lots of damage to the high safe and the Ike turret. Uh, you can bounce it off of the wall in front of either of them or to the sides, and you're able to deal very high amounts of damage. It can be anywhere from like 4,500 to 7,500 uh, really depends on the map, and that definitely adds up very quickly, and it's a very good use for the bubble, um, or sometimes you're kind of just using it to get one hit on a opponent. So, yeah, just keep in mind that you can do very high amounts of damage with BB's bubble. So next up is Frank. So for Frank, I would say the best tip is to get fair, very fast at using his gadget. So the reason is, um, quite often when you need to use Frank's gadget, uh, it's on like a very short notice. Uh, so for example, like a Gene can pull you in, you have to have that reaction time to quickly activate that gadget as quick as you can before the Gene hand can actually pull you in. And if you get very quick at it, uh, it's very hard to stop a Frank. There's like no real easy way to deal with him because you obviously can't stun him anymore. So yeah, just get very good at using his gadget quickly because quite often you're going to need to. So uh, moving on to the mythics, first up is Mortis. Uh, so Mortis, uh, kind of have two tips for him. Um, so one of them, uh, this is kind of just like the more general tip and for everyone, uh, learn your matchups, like every single interaction, like if the brawler has super, uh, if you have super, or if you both have super, if one, like, just everything, uh, just learn like every single possible interaction with every single brawler because that is just the key to playing Mortis. You gotta know when you can go in and get a kill and when you're gonna end up losing. Uh, so also another useful tip for Mortis, uh, this is for three v some three v three modes like gem grab is the main one, and you actually have good teammates. What you can do is get into your enemy's spawn, and then, yeah, things can get very bad for your opponents very quickly. 
uh, because if you have good teammates, they'll be able to uh, kind of hold their own in a 3v2. And then you can come in from behind and pressure them into your teammates and you can kind of just sandwich them. And then once you start getting like a few kills doing that, the enemies are just all trapped in your spawn in their spawn and it gets very hard for them to escape. But only do this if you have skilled teammates because if you have bad teammates, things are not going to work out well for you. So next up is Jean. Uh, so for Jean, uh, I said just go for the pull pretty much whenever you can. Because uh, I know a lot of Jeans, they like to save their super until that last possible moment when they can get the game-winning uh, wit, like kill or so, something like that, like pulling in the ten power, like the ten uh, gem gem carrier or the seven star bounty player or someone with like three of the siege bolts. Uh, but in reality, you kind of just want to pull people in whenever you can, uh, just because um, it just allows you to make a bunch of three v two situations, which is. Uh, very good and just allows you to pressure the enemies gain control in the middle and just do very well in general and also um, a super and then three quick attacks gets you just literally one of your bullets at max range away from a new super so you can pretty much continuously chain them and you don't need to worry about just saving it for the last possible moment so next up is tara so tara also a similar tip to jean uh, just try and like actually chain your supers. Uh, I know a lot of Taras, just like Jean, they save it until the last second where they can get a triple or a double pull and completely change the game. But that is very risky and sometimes the situation doesn't come up. Or if you end up failing there, the game is over if that's like the only super you use the whole entire game. So I think it's quite often just the correct play to just get a single pull on somebody and almost get your whole entire super back up because then it allows you to chain them and just continue to get very easy kills because Atara with super is almost impossible to deal with. So next up is Sprout. So uh, Sprout, you can use uh, his super, which places down the walls, to block off a key lane or a key area where the enemies are trying to go. Uh, so, for instance, if you're just, like, I don't know, playing Siege or Gem Grab, uh, and you're fighting against somebody in the lane, uh, you can just place down that wall to completely block them off, and now only you can damage them unless they're a thrower. And this just allows you to pressure the enemies back or just secure a kill. And then also, you can use it to kind of block off key areas. Like, for instance, if the enemies are about to score a goal... You can just quickly chuck in front of the goal, and they have to wait like 10 seconds, um, which is plenty of time for you guys to come over there and kill them. Uh, yeah, no, or you can just kind of block somebody off if they're playing heist and just trying to move down towards safe. Just throw down that super and force them to reroute and go a longer way. And yeah, just use Sprout's walls uh, very often. They're just very flexible. So next up is Max. Uh, so for Max, uh, after somebody has scored in Brawl Ball and everyone spawns near each other, if you do have your super, what you can do is activate your super and both your teammates will get speed as well. And usually that's a very easy goal because uh, three people will speed immediately at the start of like a match when everyone just respawned. Um, it's, it's just too much to deal with and... It's usually it's going to result in a team wipe and then a very easy goal. So, uh, onto the legendaries. First one up is Leon. 
So for Leon, I said uh, use his gadget versus the low damage, low reload speed brawlers to quickly apply pressure and usually secure a very easy kill. Uh, so these brawlers are like a B, a Poco, uh, anyone who normally could deal with Leon, but along with that gadget, it just makes it very hard for them to actually kill the gadget and him. And this just allows him to rush up with his very fast movement speed and end up getting the kill. And yeah, this is just, um, the gadget is now actually fairly strong, and especially if you use it in these scenarios, you can really get quite a few kills. So next up is Spike. So Spike, this is kind of a lesser known tip, but you can kind of use Spike Super, uh, kind of the same as a Sprout Wall, where you can place it somewhere where the enemies are trying to go, and it pretty much just shuts them off from actually going there. I know technically they can walk through it and uh, get through, but usually if somebody's in a Spike Super, they're dead because they're getting slowed down, taking damage, and the spike, which does an absurd amount of damage very quickly, is also bursting them down. So yeah, you can kind of just use the spike super as a sprout wall. So next up is Crow. So for Crow, this one's kind of generic, but I really do think that it's the most important tip for him. Learn how to dodge shots. Dodging shots is just so important with Crow. Uh, it, it's really a thing that makes him so powerful. Is If you're able to learn how to dodge shots... You're basically favored versus every single brawler in the game in a 1v1, except for Pam and maybe M's. Uh, so yeah, this is just so key when using Crow. If you can dodge like Piper and Brock shots, you're in a very good uh, position with Crow. It's just so hard to die. So next up is Sandy. Uh, so for Sandy, this one is for a solo or duo showdown. Uh, when you're like pinned back in a corner and uh, if you move out of it, you're going to die, so you just have to stay in the gas. What you can do is activate his gadget to stay in the gas for up to, like, four or five seconds longer, which might not seem like a lot, but it can mean the difference between you getting fifth or third, or it could just be enough time for your duo teammate to respawn and then use that invincibility shield to maybe make something happen and potentially escape. So that's all for the legendaries. Uh, moving on to the final rarity, chromatic. First up, we have Gale. So Gale's tip, uh, it's a very easy one to use. Uh, after you place the jump pad at your spawn at the beginning of the game, don't use it to escape. Just never use it again. Just leave it in the same spot because I'm sure the jump pad can be used to escape. and It might end up helping you out in the short term. Uh, in the long term, you're better off just leaving it in your spawn because if someone other than you dies, they're going to have to walk all the way back to the middle of the map, which is really going to cost you. And usually dying is not that bad, especially if you have a Gale gadget uh, in your spawn. So yeah, just leave it at your spawn. So the final brawler is Surge. So my tip with Surge is when you have him to max level, just play very aggressively. I know some people don't want to play too aggressive because they're afraid of losing all their hard work that they've gotten from leveling him up a bunch. But trust me, you want to go aggro. It's so easy to get uh, very easy kills. Like I think Surge can 1v3 basically everyone because he's just so powerful. There's no way to dodge him. His range is insane. Very fast movement speed. And you're able to just kill everybody. So there's really no reason I'm playing passive. So once you get Surge to max level, just be as aggressive as you can. 
Uh, so yeah, that is my best tip for every single brawler. Uh, hopefully these tips help you guys, and be sure to let me know if you'd like me to do more of these kinds of tip episodes. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Brawl Time Podcast. So, before I end the show, I'd like to remind you to leave a five-star review if you enjoy the podcast. It really helps the podcast grow, and they'll shout you on the next episode. Um, so, actually, that is not true for the next few days, because like I said at the beginning, I am going to be on vacation, uh, no Wi-Fi, so this episode is pre-recorded, which means that the outro is also pre-recorded, so I can't uh, go over the reviews for the next few days. So if you did leave a review and we're hoping to get it uh, shout out on the podcast, uh, I apologize. Just wait until Saturday night's episode and I will definitely read over all the reviews. Um, so yeah, just wait a few days and your shout out will come. Um, and yeah, hopefully I uh, enjoy this episode of the podcast. I know pre-recorded ones aren't as good as normal episodes, but hopefully they're entertaining still. So yeah, thank you for listening to this podcast. And I'll see you tomorrow.